coming to you from Silicon Valley. I'm Marcus Edwards, and I'm on the hunt for recruiting leaders, producers, innovators, and pioneers who've made their mark on the industry and can't wait to share their points of view. We'll tackle the tough topics and dig deep to find the answers you're looking for and some actionable advice you can take to the bank. So stick around and stay tuned and welcome to Recruiting Trailblazers. Hey, it's Marcus from Recruiting Trailblazers here, and this is my last solo podcast for a while, but I think this is an important one, and I'm calling it the Stoic Recruiter. Now, I'm a bit of a neophyte when it comes to Stoicism, but with a name like Marcus, how on earth can I ignore the teachings of my famous namesake and legendary philosopher, Marcus Aurelius? And more to the point, how can I reconcile my observations and learnings on Stoicism to the profession at the very heart of this podcast, recruiting? Well, there's a multitude of ways that the Stoics can help recruiters become the very best versions of themselves. And in today's short podcast, we're going to focus on the most important attribute of any successful recruiter, the key quality that you must possess to break through all your self-limiting beliefs, glass ceilings, lofty earnings goals. It's a skill that will set you apart and sit you atop of the highest mountain of recruiters. And I'm not talking about LinkedIn recruiter personalization. I am, of course, referring to the distinction of resilience. Now, of course, resilience isn't just for recruiters, but it is a characteristic that will set you up for success in our industry, unlike any other. Just a very quick message about my sponsor, Great Recruiters. It's an incredible platform that allows you to build your online reputation as a great recruiter by collecting and leveraging your client, candidate and place talent reviews. The Great Recruiters platform automates the review gathering process friction free and turns those reviews into a goldmine of leverageable recruiting assets. It's absolutely genius. If you'd like to hear more, just ping me or Adam Conrad at Great Recruiters to set up a quick demo or get two months free by visiting greatrecruiters.com forward slash trailblazers. Thanks. So how do you cultivate resilience or, as Epictetus puts it, discover the power of endurance? Well, at the very core of this principle lies an all-important question, which you must be able to answer for resilience to work its magic in your life and, for the most part, deliver you daily, not only unencumbered by typical annoyances and worries, but untethered from your past and your uncertain future. And that question which Epictetus calls your chief task in life, is simply this. Can you distinguish between what it is that you can influence and what it is that you cannot influence? Do you understand what is truly in your control and what is truly not? Because without this clarity in your life, resilience will not be your safekeeper or friend. What we do control, however, and this is another key tenet of the Stoic philosophy, is how we respond in any given situation. We can't control what's already happened, but we can control how we behave under the circumstances. So how does all of this apply to recruiters and how can we use and build upon the Stoic philosophy to better ourselves as recruiters? Well, to access resilience as a suit of armour to protect ourselves from the battle and bruises of daily recruiting life to start off with. There's so much that happens as a recruiter that's out of our control. 
Sometimes we fail to truly distinguish what we have influence over and what we do not, which in turn means that in response, resilience fails us because we're responding to something that's out of our control as if the outcome of that particular situation were in fact truly up to us. For example, your candidate interviews with a hiring manager. She's a great candidate. She checks all the boxes. She's got a perfect blend of experience, skills and accomplishments. You simply couldn't imagine a more suitable person for the role. The hiring manager calls you after the interview and tells you that they're passing on your candidate. They didn't feel that she had the right mindset to fit in with the team and deliver successfully on the expectations for that role. Not what you wanted to hear. How could this possibly be? Don't they realize how hard it is to find people of her caliber? Are you frustrated, upset, confused, annoyed, maybe angry? Any one of these emotions might rise up inside of you and then determine the way in which you respond. But to entertain any one of these emotions is in fact to block your own ability to leverage resilience as your protector by believing that you had influence over the outcome of this situation in the first place and that therefore it's worthy of your negative emotions. Unless, of course, you take a moment and completely wrap your arms around the simple fact that the result of this interview was beyond your purview. It was truly out of your control and therefore it would serve you to treat this outcome with a fait accompli or a it is what it is mindset and start thinking about your next candidate rather than wasting time worrying about this one that got away. There's another Stoic concept which intrigues me and aligns with this way of thinking and it goes by the Latin phrase of amor fati and describes the idea that one should welcome all of life's experiences as good. I found an article online that describes this concept really well through a story about Thomas Edison, the inventor of the light bulb, the record player, and a ton of other cool stuff. Apparently, there was a horrendous fire at Edison's research center and 10 buildings were burned to the ground, witnessed by Edison himself. And at the age of 67, Edison stood there watching his life's worth of work burn to ashes. Now, according to his 24-year-old son, Charles, who was also there, he reportedly turned around and calmly said, go get your mother and all her friends. They'll never see a fire like this again. When Charles objected, he said, it's all right. We've just got rid of a load of rubbish. And according to the New York Times, he went on to say, although I'm over 67 years old, I'll start all over again tomorrow. Edison simply faced the obstacle and saw it for what it was, fate. No amount of weeping or screaming or anger would bring his buildings or his life's work back. It was meant to be. Therefore, it was a chance for him to rebuild and do things better this time. Ryan Holiday is a fantastic author who's written many books about Stoicism. And he says, to do great things, we need to be able to endure tragedy and setbacks. We've got to love what we do and all that it entails, good and bad. We have to learn to find joy in every single thing that happens. So there you have it. Stoicism as it pertains to our lives as recruiters. Your chief task in life is to understand what you do and don't control so that you will forever be able to harness the monumentally calming powers of resilience and live to fight another day. And then you've got Amor Fati, love your fate, embrace the consequences and get on with life with a smile on your face. 
There's one final quote here in summary from my namesake, Marcus Aurelius, that I've actually drawn strength from many times in the past. And it goes like this. If you're distressed by anything external, the pain is not due to the thing itself, but to your estimate of it. And this you have the power to revoke at any moment. Now, let's go and find some more great candidates. That's it from me. Next week, I will be back with an interview with a fantastic internal recruiter. So I'll speak to you then and cheers. (laughs) 